Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rollski. To my right, I got the board man, Corey, with Kay to my left. Uncle Buck and DG are in the building. DG, what's happening? This 150. Does that mean anything to you? That's a lot. It's a lot of times that we've done this, but we've gotten a little better, but not much. Not much. We still don't really know what the hell we're doing. Do we? I feel like I don't. If somebody didn't know our show and they've just listened to a rant this this random episode do you think they would know that we're 150 episodes in probably not they'd probably still say we suck yeah that's what i'm thinking these fucking rednecks from southern ohio they're fucking terrible like these are guys that just get together on the weekends and just drink beer and talk shit yeah they just like hanging out drinking beer and talking into microphones they're not real podcasters but and then but little do they know that I feel like that's what we do. Like we love doing it. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's, that's what, what we it do. Is. That's what it is, and that's why it's glorious. You know, 150 episodes in, you think Troy would want to make it tonight? You know, we hung out with him all day today, and he was saying, "I'll be there." What did he say on the phone call a few weeks ago? I need a few weeks heads up. He said, "I need a few weeks heads up," and he said, "One month or one time a month." Uh, he can make that easy. Right. So I texted him the very next day, that Sunday, after we recorded the last time, and said, Troy, this is episode 150. This is when it's going to be. Can you make it? I'll put it on the calendar. Text us tonight. He's supposed to be here at 730. Text us at, what, 740 and says, hey, not going to be there. How about it? How about it, Buck? I mean, I expected him to be late, but just to to drop that little bomb on us. 7.40, hey, I'm not coming. Not really shocking. You know, we're used to it. But on the bright side, we got Troy's World coming up later in the podcast tonight. The debut. We'll give Troy a call, see what he's going, see what's going on in his life. I, uh, Looking forward to that. Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see what's on Troy's mind tonight. That's right. Let's go ahead and kick off episode 150 with this, DG. You ever heard of jerk-off karaoke? Never heard of it, no. Okay, so I seen a tweet this week. And literally, there's this guy getting jerked off in a nightclub while trying to sing karaoke. He's got to finish the song before he gets off. Thoughts on that? Well, it's got to be Amsterdam, right? <laughs> it's somewhere. Somewhere that likes their karaoke and dick. <laughs> I don't want to sound racist when I say this, but I feel like in... Um, some certain Asian countries, karaoke is like a really big deal. Okay. Like uh maybe not Japan, but maybe like Thailand or uh like South Korea. Like I think in some of those countries, karaoke is like a big thing. It's like that that's what they do a lot of people do for for fun. I think Vietnam. Yeah, maybe. Because I think during the Vietnam War that's like the soldiers had karaoke and it kinda they adapted it. Yeah, maybe. But Makes sense. anyway. I know you're big into karaoke, though. Like me and you, we've sung a few times on stage. Yeah, I, I used to perform. Exactly. So I'm just trying to put myself into that situation. You know your nerves are already up when you're in front of the people singing a song, looking at the screen, trying to remember the words all at the same time and sound good doing it, which most people sound like shit. Imagine how bad you would sound if you were getting tugged on while you were singing. If you're the guy, like, what do you have to gain by trying to... You're getting jerked off by a hot chick. 
Maybe he's a guy that doesn't get that. That's fine. But why are you trying to sing while... That's the game. It's probably jerk-off karaoke night at the bar. And then all the guys are like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Like, how do they sign up? I'm, it's probably just like any other karaoke night. You tell them what song you want to sing, you go up, put your name down. I feel like you got to leave this girl a tip. Yeah, you got to So Jeff's getting jerked off at 8.30 It's probably an entry fee. And singing Aerosmith. And it's just the same girl? There's probably different ones. So you, get I just seen one song, you get to pick the song and the girl. Probably. What's, what maybe. was the song? Do we know the song? <laughs> Corey, can you pull up Sip and Serve Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to watch this video while we're live here. Just give me your thoughts. I mean, it's got to be like uh, it's, it's a different language, DG. I would like to figure. I would like to figure out what country it is. Also, I think you'll be able to figure out the country. We haven't done this in a long time. Yeah, we're pulling up Twitter on the screen here. We got to, we got it's to in the uh, inbox, the DMs. If you could pull that up, what for song us. would you pick? Roll War Pigs. If I was getting jerked off, what would I sing? Oh shit! I'd ball probably, with the ball. No. The, the name of the game is to make it through the whole song. So you want the quickest song possible. Yeah, I mean. So you want the damn uh, Oscar Mayer jingle. I think I'd go with Baby Shark. It's, that it's she, a pretty short one. She yeah. goes like with the beat of it. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Yeah, yeah. She's using the rhythm for her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going. Plus, you don't have to be good to sing that song, I don't think. I got it. That's not just any hand job. That's a reach around. <laughs> and I, I don't. I, I don't. I can't place the song right now okay. off the top of my head. Maybe if there's a listener out there, they could. He's doing a. He's doing a poor job. Well, she's whispering in, in his ear as well. So sweet nothings. Look at her hand go. I mean, guys, check out the arm movement down here. You can't see the private parts, but her arm is going pretty. Well, I can. I can tell by the strokes that it's not a very big. It could also be staged. <laughs> Dude, there was a guy who there was a guy who commented on the post. The comments went wild. The, the my favorite one that had like four thousand likes was this is why my country is the best in the world. Is he the one that lived there? I mean, he's from the country, obviously. I just didn't know if it was a different. No, he's talking about like okay. where this guy lives. He's like, this is why it's the best because we have jerk off karaoke and you don't. I love the like, idea in the it. states. You've we've never heard of jerk off karaoke, boys. I mean, I mean think about it. Would, would that is that legal here? Uh, probably, like probably in public, Vegas. Public exposure, maybe indecency. Indecent yeah, but what if they well, put up a sheet? prostitution too? Probably there was no sheet up there. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, is that right there legal in the U.S.? It, in, Ve- so. in Vegas, it is. In Vegas, you can legally get a prostitute at the Bunny House, the Bunny Ranch. In public? Not in public, but I'm sure at the Bunny Ranch, if they wanted to have a karaoke night, you could go there, get jerked off, and sing in front of a crowd. You know, the Bunny Ranch has a menu. You show up, you pick your girl, and you pick your your items you want. Three ninety nine, you can get a blowy and a reach or a reach around. Is that the combo? I'll <laughs> just say it. Fucking all star breakfast. Yeah, like they probably got names for it. That's why our country is the fucking best country. <laughs> I don't know, man. Get jerked off while singing some Tom Petty. You imagine being cool. at the Dog Ugly doing uh, karaoke. Everybody's drunk, and here comes the white sheet. 
and they just hold it up and just you gotta try to sing it. <laughs> you gotta see like you're getting stroked. You, you, on. They don't see you getting stroked, but they see your face. Yeah, it's like from the chest down. I think I'd pick a song with some like very high notes, so you can hit it. <laughs> that guy wasn't hitting you to, shit. You had to sing some Freddie Mercury, some some uh, Queen songs. Queen. <laughs> Uh, shit. Anyway, that's jerk off karaoke. I thought maybe yeah, or nay. I thought I thought jerk off karaoke. In my like my opinion would have been like a line of dudes standing up with their wieners out, with the same amount of women, and every time the song changed, they changed partners. It's kind of like musical chairs. Musical chairs, uh, okay. except with yeah jerking. So you know this could really be a septionary. It could have been jerk off karaoke, but this is a real thing somewhere in the world. We'll have to find out. We'll do some more research later, DG, and we'll find out what country this is from. But any listeners out there that know what song that is, send it in, 740-720-3537. DG, got off the Unisom this week. You know what Unisom is? No. It's a sleeping medication. Okay. And Unis- Unisom. Whatever. Unisom? Unisom? I don't know. It, is it either? I don't know. But I just always thought it was Unisom for some reason. Either way. I don't know if I heard that in a commercial. Either way, I'm off the shit. I think it just depends on what part of Frankfurt you live in and okay. how you pronounce okay. it. Okay, so you're off... What do you mean you're off the you're off? See, the I, I was like taking it every day. You were a unison junkie. Yeah, because I have to wake up real early in the morning at three AM. Okay. And nowadays I gotta try to get some sleep, but I go to bed when it's still light out. That's tough. So I need some help. Back in the winter it wasn't no problem. I could lay down at seven thirty and fall asleep, you know. And it's been dark since four thirty. Yeah. Nowadays it's not getting dark till 8 30, 9 o'clock. So I'm like, fuck, man, I got to get to bed. Because if I go to bed at nine, I'm pushing six hours of sleep, and that's not great for me. I, I like to get back in the winter, I was getting eight, you know? So nowadays I've been getting, you know, six, five and a half, and it's not great when I wake up. But anyway, I think my body got used to it, and it was making me not be able to sleep. Yeah. Like I'm in my mind, I'm like, oh, you should be falling asleep now. And I couldn't because the unison, my body was just used to it. It's like any other drug, you just want to take more, correct? Your, your if, you, bo- if you're your, addicted. Yeah, your body's not, uh, your, bo- your, bo- your body's smart, man. Yeah. And your body, you put something in your body, it's like, oh, okay, you're going to take care of shutting the engines down. I guess I don't have to anymore. Right. So I stopped taking it. I've been sleeping good without it lately. But my dreams have been going crazy on me. This is a dream I had the other night. I love a I love a good crazy yeah, dream. This is crazy. And I remember every second of it. Me and Jason Tatum are hanging out. All star for the Boston Celtics. Me and him are hanging out in Chillicothe, Ohio, local town of ours. For some odd reason, we think it's a good idea to rob a gas station. Okay? And out of all the places we go afterwards, we decide to come back to the fort. We come back here. And my whole plan is to go find a spot to live off the land for a little while, to stay off the radar, you know? Don't use our debit cards. Don't use our cell phones. Ditch it all. Let's live off the land a little bit, okay? So I tell him, let's go back to my house. Let's grab some supplies. Let's get a tent. Let's get everything we need. Let's get some food, you know? We can live off the land a few days. Let this uh, heat get off of us a little bit, you know what I mean? And on the way, he's asking me, hey, I've never been to Frankfurt. What's Frankfurt got the offer? So I started talking to him about Frankfurt a little bit. Like, hell, you know, we got a pizza place, a few gas stations, a post office. No stoplights, though. But the last thing I mentioned was we got a dairy cone. Basically, you know, a local dairy queen. We got a little shop in town that serves, you know, fried foods and good, you know, frosty treats. So his thought was, 
I need to get me one of those frosty treats before we go out. You're talking about how good these cyclones are. I need to get one of those before we head out to the woods. I said, okay, if you want a frosty treat, we'll get you a frosty treat, but it's got to be quick because, I mean, fuck, dude, we just, we just robbed a gas station 15 miles away. They're going to be looking for us everywhere. So we go to the frosty treat station here, and he goes up to the window. You know the front window? Could you imagine like a 6'9", Jason Tatum ordering a Butterfinger Cyclone from the front window? No, me either. Well, he was. And all of a sudden, I forgot to mention we have a uh, funeral home down the street as well. So a funeral procession drives by at that same time, right down the main drag of Frankfurt. And guess who's leading the charge? Of the funeral procession? Yeah. Sheriff. Uh, the sheriff? The sheriff. Draymond Green. No, I didn't know the sheriff, but this is this is the best part. The sheriff stops the whole procession right in front of the dairy cone because they gave a description of the robbers. And he's seen me in the passenger seat. So he stopped the whole funeral procession right in front of the dairy cone, got out, and pulled his gun on Jason at the window. And was like, hey, put your hands up in the air, blah, blah, blah. And then he came over to me to the window. There's a few of them. They had him apprehended. They had him in cuffs in front of the dairy cone. They come up to the window. They told me, you know, these are your rights. Put your hands up. And I had my hands out the window. And they said, do you have any ID on you? And I said, no, I don't have anything. They said, what's your name and what's your date of birth? And this is where I woke up. You know what I said to that fucking officer? I'm Rick James, bitch! You said that to law enforcement? Yeah. But do you know what that's from? Yeah, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yeah. I looked at him in the eyes. I said, I'm Rick James, bitch, just in the in the Dave Chappelle voice. And then you woke and then up. Then I woke up. If you continued dreaming, what do you think would have happened? I don't know. I don't know. Did you try to go back and finish the dream? I tried. I tried, but that never happens, guys. But I woke up, and all I could do in bed is chuckle. Because why did I tell that officer I'm Rick James, bitch? So my question to you is, I think we've talked about it before, but I'm going to ask it again. Where do like dreams come from? Like, How does your mind or body think of that shit? Me and Jason Tatum. I hate the Boston Celtics. I mean, did you watch the game before you went to bed? Maybe. Maybe the Hawks were, they were playing that night. I don't know. I and can't remember. scored like 50 points. Yeah, maybe. But me and Jason Tatum robbing a bank, and, or not a bank, but a gas station and chill the coffee. Then the fucker wants a Butterfinger Blizzard from the Dairy Cone. And that's how we get caught. So you rob a bank and or a then, gas station, and then you taunt the police when they try to arrest you. I'm Rick James, bitch. It sounds to me like you got a problem with authority. <laughs> no, I love police, but what I'm saying is, why did I say I'm Rick James, bitch? I don't, I don't even watch like comedy tours or anything. Like I don't watch the Chappelle show. Why did I say that? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. It's just weird shit. It's that, but like, and then, you know, you got people out there, psychologists, like there's entire branches of psychology that are dedicated to studying people's dreams and like what it means. If I called in. And how does it apply to your everyday life? Yeah. yeah. Like, what does that dream mean? I was like, hey guys, can you explain this to me? Me and Jason Tatum are hanging out in Frankfurt, Ohio. Why is he here? Why are we robbing gas stations when he's a multimillionaire? And why does he think it's a good idea to get a fucking blizzard when we're on the run from the law? And they might say something off the wall, some off the wall shit like, well, that means you have a real problem with commitment or, you know, something like that. So have you ever experienced like deja vu? Oh, Like yeah. you have a dream and then you actually experience that later in life? Dozens of times. Me too. So what the fuck happens if I become friends with Jason Tatum? And it becomes a deja vu? Yeah. Like this is real life. 
what if for some reason I message Jason Tatum on Twitter and he messages back? And me and him become buddies. That's how it starts. Just you, tell him we're not going to rob a do, gas station. Do, do you think, like, in your mind, like, roll, be careful here. <laughs> like, hey, if he says anything about coming to Frankfurt, yeah. just say no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to say, man, I think the chances of that happening, Jason Tatum, who makes however many millions and tens of millions of dollars. He's probably getting made $40 million a year from the Celtics, year. and then Nike is getting paid 40 more, like so abso- whatever. like an absolute – global superstar yeah. when it comes to basketball why he would want to hang out with you first of all yeah no offense yeah. i love you in frankfurt in chillicothe rob a gas station when he's got all this money yeah and then want to top it all off by coming back to the dairy cone for a nice m&m cyclone yeah i don't know that that's likely to happen and then our luck the funeral home's having a procession that just drives right through the middle of the Frankfurt. And the guy in front leading it, the charge, blocking the traffic, getting the traffic out of the he way. He saw the wanted poster yeah. and thought, He I got want, it on I his radio, that, keep an eye out for these two. I want that reward. And then stop the whole funeral to apprehend you. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Stupid dreams. Wild man. dream. Like, during the week, like, how many dreams do you think you have? Anymore, I don't really remember my dreams much if i dream at all it's very rare i'd say maybe one every couple weeks really yeah because i feel like i'm hit or miss because that night i probably had two or three and the other two i didn't remember but like one night i won't have any but then the next night i'll have two more do you ever wake up and know that you had a dream but you can't remember what it was all the time and i try to think of it and you can't yeah you ever be sick and take nyquil to help you sleep all the time man i have some trippy dreams on nyquil well, when I started the Unison, I was having some trippy dreams, but then I got used to it. So when I think when I got off of it, they came back. Okay. It's like a withdrawal symptom. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, what's your buck? Any dreams? I mean, it's you, we talk about the deja vu. Isn't that kind of like premonition type shit? Maybe. So like if you have a deja vu moment and you know that this moment's going to lead ahead, you could create a void just because Jason Tatum, you know, message it doesn't mean you got to avoid him right you can go down a different path right uh but dream wise i mean i'm hit and miss like you said i love him i love him absolutely like i don't i try not to wake up besides the uh, wet dreams like i try to wake up and like grab it so i don't go those are the ones i want to wake up because i don't want the mess <laughs> <laughs> just start wearing saran wrap around you <laughs> but like during this Jason Tatum dream, the reason I woke up is because I started fucking laughing. <laughs> Are you ever having a dream and you're in the middle of a fight or like a, a very serious situation? Falling to your death is the worst. I think fighting because everything moves in slow mo- Like it just seems like you hit like a pussy. Yeah. And everything's just slow motion. Really? And you just you just seem like so weak and I've, vulnerable. Yeah. I've had a few like basketballs hit me in the face and I'd flinch and wake up yeah. or like a baseball, like I'm batting for some reason and a ball's coming right at me and I'll wake up. But dude, I'm telling you, like if you fall to your death while you're laying in your bed, you can feel your heart drop. Oh, like your balls go up to your throat. Yeah. You oh, can yeah. feel that feeling, you know, that feeling. Uh, dude, I've, I've woken up like soaking wet before, like sweating, you know, from, from a dream that I had. <laughs> Was that at the cabin? Because if you were soaking wet, that was probably just Clay having another wet dream. Well, both both nights at the cabin, I started 
in our bed. Now, why was that? But then I just, I migrated elsewhere. Was I snoring? Because no, you told no, me no, I no, wasn't. No, you weren't snoring. And trust me, I'd tell you if you were. But no, it's just, I like to really spread out. Like okay. when I, I like to sprawl. Like I like to stretch out and really get comfy when I You wouldn't I have bothered me. I, but I just, you know. We were in a queen bed. It's a small bed. It, it wasn't that. It wasn't that wide, and I just I didn't want to mess with you. I didn't want to mess with your space. I knew the couch was out in the living room, wide open, so I just went out there. Okay. Because I can really you know stretch See, out. I didn't know if I was an issue for you. You weren't. You weren't. You were a good sleeping partner. You guys sleep naked? No. Um. No. Do you? No. I got to sleep with underwear on. Is that I, it though? Yeah. I mean that's it because like I like to have my arms close to me, kind of like I'm a mummy. Yeah. So I'll stick my hands down in my underwear last. See, I'm totally opposite. Whenever I sleep, my hands are all like sprawled out. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. I mean, here lately, I literally have the size of like a baking strip to sleep on because Haley takes up the entire bed. Okay. With her body pillow. See, that's the difference between me and you. My wife sleeps upstairs. I sleep downstairs. I haven't slept with well, my wife in the same bed for like six months. That's the benefit of having several beds to go to. Yeah. We yeah. just turned our guest bedroom into a nursery. Copy that. Most of my time, I'm sleeping on the couch with the dog now. Okay. It's just a comfort thing, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I've been a cuckold. Say again? A cuckold. Explain. I'm I'm a cuckold now. Oh, well, why? Because we're talking about dreams. Yeah. And I got to listen to my wife moan and groan fucking three hours out of the night. Because? Because more than likely, I'm guessing she's having herself a wet dream. So literally, I'm a cuckold. So you've experienced that? You've experienced her moaning in her sleep? Absolutely. And like, it's just so weird and, and not, awkward. And not like a, like, oh, I'm tired moan or, <laughs> oh. Is it a quick fix? Just wake her up. Well, that's, I try not to because sleep now is like very, very. Comes at a premium. Yeah. So it's just awkward. I stir up at the, the ceiling and she's just. Just wait till she finishes. Yeah, well, that's probably smart. Sometimes I'll roll over real hard and she'll. You know, but it's like two seconds later, it's, she's back to getting whatever's going on. Now, it might not be that type of dream. Have you asked her? It's just awkward, man. I can't just, hey, are you, are you fucking somebody else right no, now? I think I think that's just a, a legit question you could ask. At that point in time, I mean. Wolski you, thinks you're well within your rights to I, ask yeah, that question. Yeah, for sure. Now, like, what who, if, are you, what who are you dream cheating on me? Yeah, with? what if she tells me it's like fucking Margot Robbie? There's nothing wrong with that. You guys ever have your, your wife wake up and she'll have a dream? That you did something wrong and be pissed at you about it? No. No, I've never had that, but I've had my wife wake up and point at someone that's invisible into the corner and say, look, he's there. Fucking freaky, man. That is freaky. Freaky as fuck. I've never had that happen. I, I caught her setting up. It's like one in the morning during the week, and she's like pointing into the corner. She's like, look, Clay, he's there. And I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's fucked up. I mean, think about it, man. When, did you, she's just pointing to the corner in a dark room saying, he's there. He is there. And she's shaking and me. She and she was awake well, at this point or was she sleeping? She was sleeping. That's what okay. she was doing. I said, sit your ass down. I slammed her ass back to her head, hit that pillow. But she went back to sleep. Next morning, I told her about it. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Bullshit. My wife will wake up and she'll just be like, I had a bad dream and you were in it. Then I'll just be like, okay, well, what happened? And she'll just be like, you cheated on me. I was pregnant and you cheated on me. 
you son of a bitch. And that no, that just ruins your whole day. She won't actually say that, but I'm, <laughs> but she'll say that, and yeah. she'll say it in like an accusatory tone. Yeah. I'm just like, look. Like, what do you want me to do about this? I'm not responsible for what I did or did not do in your dream. There's <laughs> not, I have zero control over yeah. what I do in your dream dreams. I'm yeah. sorry. And she'll just be like, I know, I know, but it just it just pissed me off. And I'm just like, well, sorry. It's not real life, honey. And sometimes it takes her a couple hours, but, you know, she gets over it. Could you imagine being able to program yourself before you go to bed to have whatever dream you wanted? Like, tonight you know one I want to fuck. <laughs> just so hit you the just, button. Yeah, you just kind of write like a yeah. script for it, and then you yeah, press enter. It happens. Yeah. Just be like, hey, tonight I want to I wanna have the, the ability to fly. Yeah. Like, I want to have a dream where I can fly. And I don't want it to end for me falling to my death. Yeah, that'd and be cool. It, yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, is a, is a dream a 10? What dream? Just any kind of dream. Dreaming. Like, I feel like dreams are one of the best things that a person can have. A good, a good, there's nothing There's nothing like a good dream, but yeah. a bad dream? Bad I mean, dreams I, are horrible. I, Those I never, are called yeah. nightmares. Yeah, there's bad dreams and then there's nightmares, I think, but I don't want to have either one. If we didn't get arrested at the Dairy Cone, I would like to see how we went about it, you know? Can I venture a guess as to how your dream ended? If you were to continue I, dreaming. Oh, yeah, okay. How, yeah, yeah. How, how, how yeah. would it have panned Tell out? Tell me, yeah. You would have said, I'm Rick James, bitch, and then everybody would have paused, and then Al Horford and Jalen Brown would have came down out of a helicopter, and they would have <laughs> shot the whole place up. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it swooped us up. Like, they threw one of them, like, rope, like rope ladders out. Yeah. And here we are hanging over suddenly top of there's Suddenly there's a, a big-ass chopper hovering above Main Street, Frankfurt. Yeah. And Jalen Brown and Al Horford are hanging off a rope ladder just shooting down. Just a big-ass like machine gun. Yeah. Oh, that's and, fucking and wild. And you guys grab on and you get out of there. Yeah. And you fly back to Boston. Okay. Well, I wasn't expecting that, but that's awesome. I like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be. So I need your thoughts on this, DG. Buck, Corey K, I need everybody in on this because there was some mixed feelings about this situation that I was in last night, and I need your guys' perspective. So we went out to eat with a couple friends. There were six of us sitting around the table last night at a, at a restaurant, okay? And it's a bar atmosphere. And the next table away from us, there was like 10 people sitting at, okay? And they got up and left. And we were, we were just at, to the point where we just got our drinks. We're hanging out. We're all hungry, though. The other table leaves a half a pizza on the table. You swiped that thing. No, up. now listen. Roush and Big Red said, Roll, if you're so hungry, go over there and get that pizza and start eating it. And I said, No, nah, guys, nah, I ain't doing that. And they said, What? You love leftovers, dude. That's a free half a pizza over there. Just go get it and that's lunch for tomorrow. So I got to thinking, I'm like, Fuck yeah, it is. Like, that's free. That's four slices of pizza for me tomorrow. Yeah, you know what? I got up, I went over there and snatched that pizza off that table and I brought it back, okay? But I didn't eat it. I, it was, it was kind of like a dare, like you won't do it. I mean, this place is packed. It's shoulder to shoulder. All the tables are full. There's people who seen me do that. They didn't think I would do it. But I went over there and I grabbed the fucking pizza and I brought it to my table and I set it right in front of me. I said, eh, there you go. You didn't think I'd do that, did you? And they're like, okay, we'll give you $25 per slice to eat it. It's $100 cash to eat that pizza from the other table. I didn't do it because they thought it was disgusting. And we even asked our waiter. He goes, yeah, that's that's not right. But for $100, bucks, i would think about it. What would you do? Well, 
I got a question about how the pizza was cut. Is it party slices or triangles? Triangles. And so you had half of a... There was eight slices total on a large pizza. It was a pepperoni, by the way, if that makes any difference. Okay, but you were there, and you saw the people that were sitting at the table previously. Clean. One of the chicks I was with us knew the guy. And so you witnessed them eating the pizza. Yep. And you never saw anybody pick a slice up and put it back. They were using the spatula because there was a spatula on the pizza pan. Dude, oh, Godfather's pizza spatula. I would have straight up not. <laughs> For a hundred bucks. I would have not ordered anything that. I would have not ordered anything to eat. I would have housed that half pizza. For a hundred no bucks. No questions asked. And then I would have collected my money with my belly full. Yeah. What's, what, what's the question? Yeah. Well, what I don't, is the question Because they gave right me now? a bunch of grief. They gave me a bunch of grief. So what? The waiter even looked at me and he asked me, he asked my wife and she, he goes, are you married to this guy? And she goes, yeah, we're married. He goes, thank God, because if you guys were on your first date or nothing, that's your way out. Not only are you making, not only are you filling your belly, making $100, but you're giving your buddies a story to tell about you for the rest of your, yeah. the rest, the rest of your life. Yeah. So, I didn't I mean, eat it. I didn't eat it because I, I felt like I was getting looked down on by everybody. They're like, oh, do not eat that. That is disgusting. Don't eat that. Buck thoughts. I mean, I would have swiped it up. I'm like, DG, what? we just went through three years of COVID. Like, you've been through the worst, whatever yeah. it is. A slice of pizza that somebody obviously didn't touch. Like, what are they going to do, roofie it? Yeah, it? it's no big deal. Sprinkle pixie dust on it? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, look at the guys that you were with. You don't think that they don't go to the bathroom, piss, not, wash, every, their not hands, wash their hands, and, and then back. eat the pizza? Yeah, that I mean, that's true. They touched? I, maybe I'm biased here. One time I went to a movie theater with a date. Didn't didn't get popcorn. Didn't want to spend the money on popcorn. Don't tell me there was a bag left. There was a bag oh, in the fuck. theater in the seat in front of us. It was a large. It was only about a quarter of it gone, and I f- finished the rest in front of my date. It had to be cold. It wasn't fresh, but it was from the movie pr- previous. prior, and yeah. you didn't know whose hands were in there. Danette had no idea whose hands were in there, but I wanted some popcorn. What'd she say? You know, oh, I oh, I can't believe you're eating that. Yeah. Fuck and, it. And I mean, I, they put dicks in their mouths. A dick goes in your mouth, and you're going to judge me for eating some popcorn leftover? <laughs> Jesus. Let's not be hypocritical here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, wouldn't expected that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, People put in way worse shit than a leftover four slice pizza. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. And you had a hundred fucking hundred dollars, and you, you know, paid for your and, wife's meal, and you know, and the, all the beer for the rest the of the night. Two, the two of them had it too. You wouldn't have got paid by him. No, Chenoweth, he was ready. You wouldn't. Have Big got Red paid. was. He had. I know he had cash on him. He was ready to pay. When done that man have cash? Hey, but I'm that's just my saying, point. Just saying, you wouldn't have got paid. I mean, even, but still, even, even one slice. What's the worst? You get di- bucks. You get diarrhea. That's the worst that's thing. That's kind of the way I explained it to the waiter. I'm like, dude, no, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? I get a tummy ache. I'm $100 richer. I didn't work today, you know? It's not, like, it's not like I the pizza it. had been sitting out since the day before. No, I seen them. They just left. I yeah, mean, it, it I, was it was probably 20 minutes out of the oven, 30 minutes out of the oven. Hello. I guarantee you the waitress, <laughs> yeah, the waitress or waiter you had, you're telling me he doesn't clean up shit and as he's taking it back to bus it, like, oh man, there's a chicken wing. He was only saying yet. that. He was only saying he that because he wanted to cash it. Exactly. He wanted to eat it. 
I, he said he would. He said he would definitely do it for hundred bucks. I'm on your side. When he looked at me, he goes, "I would definitely do it." I'm for just 100. wondering why the hell you didn't eat it. I I don't know. I, my wife kind of looked at me weird, like I can't believe you just did that. And everybody was like, "Oh man, you're." The thing disgusting. is, is everybody else that saw you do or do that was probably thinking the exact same thing you did. I'm gonna get over there. I'm gonna walk over there and take that pizza. Everybody does I, it. No, no, I'm like a fucking garbage disposal when it comes to going out to eat with people. Like, say we all us four go. Out to eat. Buck orders. You usually take chi- my leftovers. Buck orders four chicken tenders. He's got one left and he's going to send it off to get thrown away. You order a pizza, you got two slices left. He orders boneless wings, order 10, he's got two left. You guys all want to send that back. I'm saying, fuck you guys. Give me a box and I'm taking that chicken tender, two slices of pizza, and two boneless wings, and that's going to be my lunch tomorrow. That's smart. I do it all the time, but everybody makes fun of me for it. Like, you cheap motherfucker, if you want lunch tomorrow, order a takeout order. I'm like, why when I could just take your shit for free? That's do you great, think there's anything wrong with that? I don't. Because if you don't do it, then that food's just going to be chilling in the bottom of a trash can. Yes. Not doing anybody any good. Instead, make yourself a nice little, you know. Smorgasbord. Yeah. Nice little, nice little lunch for the next day. Why not? I'm with it. You know, you're going to catch some heat for, for doing it. But I, I think it's smart. I mean, yeah. it definitely depends on what you're throwing in there too. But like, p- if it, pizza if, and wings and shit go together. No, I'm saying. I'm saying if it's shit, like bar, they're it's using our food. If they're using a fork, you know. Oh yeah, dude. I'm not doing. I'm not taking salads or fucking anything like that. Yeah. No. You're not taking somebody's spaghetti. No, 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 no. Not that they've been eating off of and dipping into it. No. See, spaghetti's questionable, man. I think. I think I would. No, I wouldn't. Not someone else's. Yeah, if it's mine, you know? yes. But not someone else's. No, I'm not doing spaghetti. No. Okay. Do you, do you do when you do spaghetti leftover? Do you do cold spaghetti? Absolutely. I never warm that shit up, dude. All pasta that cold for me. That makes sense to me because you like warm or cold pizza. All pasta cold for me. Do you eat your uh, ravioli like the spaghettios cold? You know, I haven't had a can of spaghettios probably since I've been like 15. Do you I guys know. still eat spaghettios? Dude, I never liked spaghettios ever in my life. Were you a ravioli guy? I love D- some didn't ravioli. Like, didn't like ravioli. Are you either. shitting me? Didn't what? Chef Boyardee out no. of a can? No, I had ravioli maybe two, three times and just didn't like it. Really? And I never was a spaghettios guy. So as a kid, like, what was your go-to, man? I ate a lot of chicken, chicken fingers and fish sticks. A lot man, of chicken I love fingers fish and sticks. fish sticks. Dude, it's been a while since I bought a bag of fish sticks, Dude, but I just might add that to my order this week. My uh, my little ones, I've been making fish sticks for him in the air fryer. And whatever he doesn't finish, oh, get me get me some yellow mustard and some mac and cheese, and let me do work. So let's fish go. stick with yellow mustard. Yeah, I, dude, I love. I don't know why fish sticks and yellow mustard. Okay, so that brought up a good point. You sent me a snap the other day of your boy trying to catch it for the first time. Yeah, let's go into that. Okay. How old is he? He's almost two. Okay, so first ever ketchup experience. He's had fries plenty of times. Yeah. He's never had ketchup. Okay, he never had ketchup. So this was my. So you taught him how to do it? I uh, yeah yeah I I squirted some on his plate and I you know I took took one of the fries. I was like, hey, these fries are really good if you dip them in, you know in ketchup. And I ate it, and he saw me, and so he immediately you know dips his fry in ketchup and he like licked it you know a couple times like real gingerly like barely got any on his tongue, and uh, you know you could see like kind of him deciding the how brain he, how he felt about yeah. it. And then that fry went back for the ketchup, and like the fry was merely a vessel <laughs> to carry the ketchup from the plate to his mouth. Yeah. 
like it was just a, I was acting as a spoon yeah. at that point. And he's just shoveling ketchup down his gullet. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. You can take a bite of the fry with the ketchup. He's like, up. That's how it's supposed to be. But he, he didn't compute that. And so he was just. Housing ketchup. Just housing ketchup. So he's, since then, ketchup at the house with like chicken tenders and stuff? Well, we ha- I haven't really tried it since. But. Dude, I think he's I think he's a ketchup guy like me. Oh, he's a ketchup addict. That's what I'm saying. Like you got to get some for the house for his like chicken tenders and fish sticks. It runs in his blood. His granddad's a ketchup addict. But. uh He's the same way with carrot sticks and ranch dressing. Mm, okay. It's just, he doesn't eat the carrot. You know, he just, <laughs> he just, hey, hey, oh, this thing can get me some ranch. Yeah. And he just, you know, he just goes, goes at it that way. Really? Just, ranch dressing? That's yeah. kind of odd for a small toddler like that. Not this one. Okay. <laughs> he, he likes his condiments. All right. No mustard yet, though. Uh, it's got a weird taste. I haven't, I haven't tried mustard with him yet. Because when I was growing up, I hated mustard. If there's mustard on something, I'm not eating it. But as an adult, as I've gotten older, love it on hamburgers or sandwiches. I like mustard Deli on Deli meat, sandwich. whatever. Yep. Do you like it on a glizzy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brats. We went golfing today and I had a brat at the turn. Wow. Got kicked nothing, out of nothing, like nothing like a good hot brat. Yeah. Especially on the turn. Man, you, you get one that's nice and hot and you got to- It was fresh. You take that first bite and that- that steam comes rising. Well, Troy's he wow. he squirted me. He <laughs> took a bite of his and it shot clear across the table and got me in the face. I believe it. Those things are juicy. Yeah, he's got a juicy brat. You know, funny story about today's golf outing. I walked in this morning. I said, "You got anything to eat?" She's like, "Well, we got sausage sandwiches for breakfast." And I'm not a big breakfast guy, you know that. So I said, "What about for lunch on the turn?" She goes, "I can cook you up whatever you want. We've got hot dogs, brats, whatever." I said, "You better have some brats ready when I come through." And she goes, well, I wasn't planning on having them that early, but you know what? Just for you, we'll have brats ready. Damn right. Came through. Perfect. Perfect. Hot brat, ready to roll at the turn. But then they kicked us out of the clubhouse. And everybody else got lunch as well. And we went to sit down at the table, and she goes, no, I need you guys to get up and keep playing. Outing? I don't know. I don't know if they were that busy or what, but there was no one behind us. And she's like, I need you guys to keep rolling. So we spent... All that money buying lunch from them, and then they kick us out of the clubhouse. They said we couldn't sit down. I was about, so why the fuck do they have tables in there for us to sit down at to eat lunch and buy your product off of you, and then you kick us out? I don't know. That's weird. I, that's, I, I, it it, it kind of set me off a little bit. I mean, I feel like that's your ass a little. Yeah, it did. I was like, well, I guess next time we won't eat lunch here. That get your goat. I mean, yeah, it kind of did. Like we literally just probably spent between all of us probably fifty bucks on lunch. And you can't let us sit down to eat? And not to mention, Troy got a double Jack and Coke, or Jim. He was really hopped up about this Jim Beam, DG. I don't know if he ever drinks mixers. He's more of the neat, neat, right? Yeah. The neat kind of guy where you just pour it in a glass and drink it. He had a double Jim Beam on ice with Coke today, and he never stopped talking about it the whole time. He's like, boys, I'm going to have to start drinking this more often. This is great. So what are your thoughts on that? You like a good mixer, don't you? We got several friends of ours who are really, they're neat guys. Like, they love drinking bourbon, drinking whiskey, neat. Room temperature, no ice cubes, you know, just straight, not mixed with anything. And I enjoy that to a point. But it gets, you know, it gets to a point also where I'm just like, man, I need a little bit more. I, I need I need to change things up. You know, I love the taste of whiskey, but you got to give me something extra. Like, just the whiskey by itself is... 
it gets kind of it is what it is to me it gets kind of nasty after a while like you know it, i'm not going to sit there and house a half a bottle neat no no and i don't know many who would but when you mix it up dude you can go back to back to back nothing goes with a jack daniels or a jim beam like like a coke fresh coke now do you like diet because i know a lot of people do uh i did until coke zero came out yeah i think coke zero tastes way way more like coke than diet coke does yeah so i love coke i do i pound coke zeros i just drink them straight but correct me if i'm wrong but you kind of got into the whiskey game a little while back right you started dabbling just with like some mixers. Shit. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I can't. I'm not going to sit there, smell it, take no. the heat. He no, said, but you like said, a good mixer. Yeah, I mean, I like a, a well-made mix, mixer. Troy makes a good mixer. I like a, a like a, a rye and maybe a Diet Coke or a Coke Zero, but I'm not going to need it. I'm Troy, not. Troy, for all the shit we give Troy, dude, he can make a hell of a cocktail. He really can. If Troy would have made the cabin trip, one of the reasons I was real disappointed that he couldn't make it is because he was going to bring a bunch of his bourbons and like a bunch of his ingredients and he was going to whip up some mean cocktails for everybody. And I was really looking forward to that. But did you expect him to be there? He kind of told me like yeah. three weeks ahead. Yeah. He's like, hey man, I'm probably, I'm probably out. And I was like, yeah, thanks for letting me it know. It is what it is. If he showed up, it was going to be a, a pleasant surprise, you know. Back to Twitter controversial tweet a few weeks back and i want to get your guys's thoughts dg you're already a dad buck me and you're getting ready to be one this is these are about kids on an airplane you probably seen it anthony bass the pitcher for the blue jays did you see his tweet no okay he started a hell of an uproar i'm talking probably like fifty thousand likes and probably ten thousand replies to this tweet here it is the flight attendant just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess my youngest daughter made. Are you kidding me? Then he posted a picture with it. There's two young kids playing with tablets and airplane seats with popcorn all over the floor underneath of them. How would you take that? If I was who? Like as a dad, as a parent, would you be pissed off at the flight attendants for making the mom clean up the mess, or do you think they should just go clean up the mess themselves because they're flight attendants? Well, I have a I have a hard time believing that it went down the way exactly the way he's describing. Okay. Where after the flight was over with, the flight attendant came by, was being a real bitch, and, and said, said, "Clean hey, this shit up," and pointed at the mom and said, "Hey, you get down and clean all this shit up, or you're not getting off the plane." Okay. I have a hard time believing that's what actually went down. So it'd be interesting to hear the flight attendant side of the story. But if it's me, granted, I don't have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. I have a almost two-year-old, yeah. and that's it. But So say he had popcorn. But, but I just, I'll just say this. When we go to restaurants, that, that kid makes a mess on the floor. He does. But I make it a point before we leave, I make it a point to clean up after ourselves and to try to try my best to leave places nicer than we found them. Right. So that's kind of what I thought when I read this. So I'm like, okay, your family's well off. Okay. You're a MLB pitcher. Your your wife probably doesn't work. You probably have someone clean up your house for you. You probably have a nanny at home. Okay. So you're not used to cleaning up after these kids. Okay. So she wasn't used to having someone say, Hey, you made this mess. Do you mind cleaning it up? 
she's not used to that because she probably has someone do it for her. A little spoiled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking when this pitcher, a multimillionaire, gets on Twitter and brings this up like, oh, shit, they're making us clean this up? What's your job? You're a flight attendant. Clean it up. But I mean, like, the only thing I see is that she's she's pregnant. Right. Make the kids pick it up. But here's the thing. Our wives are 22 weeks pregnant And they right clean now. the house. They clean the fucking house every, every day. day, dude. I know. How hard is it to clean up some popcorn? Not hard at all. You don't have to have a sweeper or nothing. Just pick it up with your hands and throw it in back in the bag. Like, how hard is it? Why are we making a big deal about it on Twitter? Because you're a big name pitcher? Plays for the Blue Jays? He feels entitled. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people who gave him a lot of, you know, a lot of shit for this. They should have. Probably... I would say 9,000 out of the 10,000 replies were, hey, asshole, quit being lazy and pick it up. Your kids made the mess. You're the dad. You're, you, I mean, she's the mom. Get down and clean the shit up. Yeah, he, he, be should, respectful. Be the, he should be the one to clean it for sure. I mean, if she's pregnant and she's trying to corral these two little ones, he should definitely be. Well, the I don't think he up. was on the flight. He was just sticking up for his wife at this point. She probably you. texted him and was like, hey, can you believe this shit? You know, United, these fuckers made me clean up this popcorn. You never know the whole story, man. You no, nev- you don't. You, you, you don't. never, you never have all the facts. Like you hardly ever have all the facts. I and, gave you what I know, right? And and I'm taking it on face value. But it could have been a situation where the plane just landed. You know, the plane taxied to the gate. Everybody's getting ready to get off the plane, and her little five year old had like an open box of popcorn and just dropped it, and shit spilled all into the walkway. Everybody's trying to get off the plane. Like, what are you going to do? You just going to let people trample on it and make a bigger mess? Yeah. Like. You know, tr- hey, ma'am, can you please try to get that out of the runways, you know, the walkway so we don't make a big, oh, you can't, I can't believe this fucking airline, like, you know. Never fly in United again. Yeah, you just, you just never have all the facts. Yeah. So it's just hard to, it's hard to say. All right. I think it's Troy's time to shine. First ever Troy's World on the Sip and Serve podcast. DG, is he ready or not? I don't think he's ready. I don't think so either, but let's try it. Hey, what's up? Troy. Hey, how we doing? Hey, we're here. <laughs> Every time we call him, he like changes his voice like like deeper. Yeah, like and then he, he answers the phone like hello. And he's like, Oh, hey, how you doing? Is that something new? Uh, I guess it's just a different mood. Oh, okay. A different mood, okay. This is your segment. What do you want to talk about? What's on your mind? Well, I'm mainly Cincinnati, just uh Reds had a nice win tonight to get their streak to to five wins, and I'm sure you guys have talked about the the Bengals in the draft. I mean, I don't know how you guys rated that, but uh, I thought it was a pretty good draft for us. Well, uh, it's funny you mentioned the draft because we ain't said a single letter about the draft or the Bengals, uh, and we haven't talked about the Reds either. But one thing I've noticed, Troy, is that you're a closer follower of the Reds this year than in years past. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah, I just am sitting down watching the games more, seems like. Is that because you're working from home and you got more time? Yeah, I would say that because like a day game, I would pull up my iPad and have that on on the side of my desk and kind of watch it while I'm working. So it's kind of a nice perk there. Troy, who's your favorite Reds player this year? I mean, Steer, Steer's a nice player on our team. Um, Fraley, I mean, he's I feel like he's in his prime right now in the mindset he's got. So I, 
I mean, most people think India and Stevenson, but I mean, some of these guys are pretty solid players on our team. I think we got a a good core. I think we got a good core. I'm not saying we're going to be great this year. I don't even know if I know we're getting close at this point in the season to getting back to 500. I don't. I don't think we'll finish at 500. It would be great if we did. But I think we got a scrappy bunch of guys here that kind of believe in themselves. Would you say that's accurate? Oh, 100%. And that's that's why I'm kind of enjoying watching their games. I don't catch them all, but I, I've honestly caught a bunch of them so far. And, yeah, it just seems like every time I turn it on, it just they're they're coming back from behind and pulling through and winning it. Um, I mean, there was a stretch there. We had a losing streak, but we, we played some tough teams. I mean, that's just how it goes. If you had to compare your game style to somebody on the Reds lineup right now, who would you compare it to? Maybe uh, Barrera because he can't hit worth a damn. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you this, Troy. We got De La Cruz in the minors, do you think we should call him up to play shortstop? Yeah, I, I think he's, he's got to be up sometime this year. After uh, the All-Star break, maybe? Is that what yeah, we're waiting maybe. on? That's probably a good timing, yeah. Troy, we kind of hit on our golf game earlier. I didn't say who played, but me and Uncle Buck played you and the board man, Corey with the K, and like a little scramble today. We had a we had a seven, what is that, seven-stroke handicap, Buck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we ended up beating you guys by one hole match play how what are your thoughts on the golf game today how do you think you played and how do you think me and buck beat you guys what went wrong uh well first first nine uh, i thought we both uh were playing pretty decent um and then the back nine the seemed like the wheels started falling off but i give uh your chip game and a couple holes on the back really uh got you through that match yeah, Troy, I'm not going to lie to you. I told you at the beginning, you asked me how I've been playing. I said I've been playing like shit, but I can pull a few shots out of my ass, and I wasn't kidding when I said that because on hole number three, I think it was 170-yard par three, I stuck it within what? Guys? 12, 12 feet. 12 feet. I Into mean, the wind. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a hell of a shot with the five iron, and I stuck it right on the green. And then back on hole 16, we were probably 25, 30 out, and I stuck it within two feet. Hell of a chip shot. So those are two top ten moments in my golfing career that you witnessed in one day. What did you think when you seen that 25-yard chip in the air? Did you think it was a great stroke right when it came off the club? Yeah, because I just had that like perfect flight and it was soft. It just like landed soft and just, you know, kind of stuck and you know, it didn't really roll out. It was it, it was almost like a professional shot. I mean, it was like, who, where did this come from? You know, I, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. you you held your pose on it too there for a while. So. Yeah, because I, I knew I felt great coming off the club, Troy. And I'm not going to lie to you. I thought there was a chance in hell that that was going in. I know I, yeah. it was two feet out, but when, from my angle, I thought that thing was going to roll in. I really did. I thought, hell, I'm going to put this thing in the hole. Me and Buck talked a lot of stuff about you today, like talking your game up, man. Your second shot is lethal. But I think he's just saying, like, your approach shots in general are pretty good. He unreal. Said, like, Not pretty good, like, he, unreal. He was, sing, he was singing your praises. Your iron game is Legit. On, on point, like, top notch. 
Like if you're 180 out, you're putting it on the green or on the fringe he, at least. He thinks is the pin is a dartboard. He's hitting it. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely like you said. I'm definitely hitting greens. You know that approach shot, like you were saying. I'm I'm, I'm coming around on those. Um, I think my driving's even improved a little bit. It's it's obviously not as accurate as well, the approach. You know. But. I, I can argue with that a little bit because there was a few times a day you were scared to pull the driver out. You went with an iron or a fucking three wood, Troy, and that's kind of pussy like. And that's you. that's the only reason why I'm not going to give Troy good credit, a lot of credit, is because he carries around a purse. Pull the big dick out, no matter what the cause is or the case situation. Don't hit a fucking yeah. three hybrid off the tee box, Troy, on a par five. Don't play it safe. And that's that's my only downfall with you is you you just you're too strategic with it when you're not a professional. And here Almost. Com- and here comes another thing out of me. I felt like today you relied on the board man off the putting green. Yeah, I, I couldn't get the speed right. I couldn't get my line right. I yeah, I, I was just not comfortable. But I, I set him up pretty decent there. Yeah, you set we him had- up all day long. We're all not gonna day. lie about that. But I'm just saying, when it came to you know making a nice putt, the board man was there for you. Yes, I, I want to give him props. Thank you, board man. Welcome. Troy, I got a question for you. We were talking earlier, the Bengals, Browns, and the shoe. Do you think that would be a great idea, bringing Burrow home to Columbus? Would you be willing yeah. as a Bengals fan or a Browns fan? I know you're a Bengals fan, but say you were a Browns fan, like – would you be willing to give up one of your home games against the Bengals and say, hey, you know what? Let's play it in Columbus. Browns Bengals on a Sunday night. The place would be sold out. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, I, I think it's a good, you know, mark, marketing tactic. And what's the seating like? Like, I, I guess I, I don't really Troy, know. Troy, the shoe's one of the biggest stadiums in the world. Okay. So we're good I mean, I on still that. Th- I still think we would sell it out, honestly. I mean, think about how close it would be for everybody. Yeah, I think I think that'd be a sellout. It would be a sellout. There wouldn't be a seat. And there would be people that didn't get a seat trying to buy them off StubHub every day for that whole year. I think it'd be a sellout if it was a 1 o'clock game. I, I, it would. It would be. But I'm just saying, you know, prime time, that would be legit. I think it would bring more traffic than, than they have a March Madness game at Oh, nationwide. Yeah. Oh, they would kill March Madness attendance by far. And honestly, no, I mean just traffic in Columbus. And honestly, it would compete. It would compete. I'm not saying it would beat, but it would compete. High State Michigan. Oh yeah, it would every, compete with it. Every bit of every it. Every bit of it, guaranteed. Yeah, Troy, you still with us? Yeah, I'm yeah. still here. Well, I want to know one more. Give me one more thing that's on your mind that has nothing at all to do with sports. Something really random. Uh, random. Uh. Ran down to Donato's tonight for pizza, and we got the cauliflower crust. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. I I think I'll do it again. Okay, Troy, now are you guys on some kind of diet that we don't know about? No, I, we we tried to get some. We were like, man, we haven't ate real well, so it's like, well, we need to get something a little healthier tonight. So. Now, Troy, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had the cauliflower crust before. And this is my first time. From Donato's, it's not yeah. bad. It's not bad from Donato's, but if you go elsewhere and try to get it, it's terrible. Okay. I've had some cauliflower crust from some local bars. Not great, 
but Donato's is top notch. That's probably like your A plus. So if you're going to get it from anywhere else, I say you don't. Okay. Keep getting it from Donato's, man, because I think that's the best one out there. Yeah, I, th- I was really impressed. Uh, we got another pizza too, just just in case we didn't like it. What were the toppings there? It was a veggie pizza with pepperoni. Veggie pizza on the cauliflower crust. Yeah. That sounds almost healthy. Yeah, those pants were looking a little tight on you today. <laughs> you said I had a, a bulge down there. Yeah, it looked That's like the it. first thing Buck said when Troy walked out of the car. He's like, God damn, boy, how tired are those pants? That's a hell of a bulge you got there. Or maybe he's just hung. Or like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he was talking about. Looked like you had a pair of socks down there. Tube socks. At least it's a tube and not a footy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last question here and we'll let you go. You know, you had a long day. You had some gym on the golf course. You had some jack when you got home. You hit well today. Is there any chance that you get laid tonight? No, not tonight. Okay. Yeah. Kids sick and uh, just hanging out. Huh? Okay. Yeah, we're just okay. So no ass after a good a good golf game and a good Saturday <laughs> afternoon, huh? Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Nah, not tomorrow morning. You're not a morning not. sex kind of guy. I am. I am. Okay, but... you're down any time of the day then. Yeah. Okay. But she's not. It takes two. Yeah. It takes two to exactly. tango, Troy. Any last words for Troy DG? No. Well, this one was pretty lengthy. I don't know if I can withstand this amount of... Well, I mean, 5 to 10, you probably went for at least 25 minutes. Gee, I mean, Christmas tour. We're going to have to cut this down for the people. Anyway, yeah, good talking to you. Have a good one. See you. He's probably about out of minutes, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's got one <laughs> fucking burner phone. Yeah, flip phone. He's got a burner phone for Troy's world. Anyway, let's do some Bible Bucket. I got a few things out here in this bucket, boys. Good DG, go ahead and grab you one. Random topics. You guys know what Bible Bucket is if you're an OG. Let's get back into it. Okay. Uh, weekday versus weekend food. When I think weekday food, I think uh, like efficient, quick, easy, convenient. Like that's kind of what I'm thinking, but also healthy at the same time, like more more healthy. Um, so maybe like, you know, bowl of raisin bran with some 2% milk for breakfast, you know, for lunch, maybe sandwich with some turkey, cheese, yeah, cold cut sandwich and some veggies, just some, you know, some cold veggies, some snack veggies, carrots, broccoli, whatever. And then for supper, like, you know, something quick, maybe, uh, like we did some spaghetti, spaghetti meat sauce this past week. Something I'm, like that. I'm on point with you here, DG, 100%. Yeah. You just hit it right on the fucking head. That's like a weekday meal, like so, a normal weekday, yeah. uh, like a, a day of eating. Yes. I love the cold-cut sandwich for lunch during the week. Like on a Tuesday afternoon, you're at work on your lunch break. Guess what I'm having? A cold-cut sandwich and maybe a bag of chips, but you went with Oh, the, I, go, I go chips some Okay, days. you went with oh, the veggies. Oh, I go with chips some days. I 100% agree with that. And then on the side, I like to have a Slim Jim. Yeah. And then for breakfast, you know what I eat? Granola bars. Just a granola bar and a bottle of water, a propeller, a Gatorade, and I'm out. That's my breakfast. I think a good weekday supper, this is just an example. Grilled pork chop, mashed potatoes and gravy, and green beans. Oh yeah. That's a weekday. That's during a weekday? I don't want that on I don't want that on a Saturday though. That's when I when I think Saturday, I want a greasy ass pizza and maybe a side of chicken wings. Uh, but I don't want that on a Tuesday because when I eat you chicken wings beer with it. or pizza, I want to have a beer. 
But damn it, I don't drink during the week, so I'm not going to have that. Who the hell wants to have a pizza and a bottle of water? Not me. Right. Also, like a steak. I'm going to grill a steak on a Thursday night because it's about to be Friday. It's about to be my weekend. I'm going to celebrate a little bit. I'm going to spoil myself with a ribeye or a New York strip on the grill. Steak on a Thursday is killer, boys. I'm telling you. That's how you roll into the weekend. Spaghetti, what you eat pasta, during the week? Alfredo. That's a Monday, Wednesday meal. Can you Tuesday. tell what your what your weekend is going to be? Like, is it going to be a banger if you have a, a steak on a Thursday? Fuck yeah, dude. So and if you don't Friday have a night, steak- I'm ordering a greasy-ass pizza, and Saturday I'm having chicken wings. That's back-to-back-to-back to back to back my top three out of five. So what if you don't have a steak on a Thursday night? Is your weekend just going to be no, shit? No, no, not necessarily. But I'm going to have something else that's going to be good. Maybe a burger on a Thursday, you know, on, off the grill. During the summer, I'm grilling throughout the week. We got burgers, pork chops, we got steak, and then one night my wife will make some pasta, you know. That's throughout the week. But I'm not I'm not gonna grill on a weekend. Weekends I'm eating out, brother. Give me a pizza and some chicken wings or something. Uh, to me, weekday food is like I was all the stuff I said earlier, and then weekend food is like just bad for it's you. It's like fun food. Yep. Weekend food is fun food. Like food that's fun to eat, it tastes good. Not going to argue with that at all. You're drinking beer. Yeah. It tastes good with beer. That's weekend food to me. Like, weekend food is basically synonymous with bar food. You know? Yeah. Anything fried. Anything fried. Anything fried. Anything you deep fried. Like, like, last night on a Saturday, or a Friday, I told you guys I went out to eat. I ordered a garlic cheesy bread for myself, and that's what I ate for supper, and I had beer with it, and I loved every second of it. There's nothing better than a good... Good cheesy bread. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I didn't have anything else. No meat, no nothing, just cheesy bread with beer. Nothing wrong with that at all. That's what I'm saying. That's a weekend staple. We usually go different places on the weekends. You know, you may go to, I don't know, Columbus every now and then, you know, and eat at a different restaurant. Like, it's just like more adventurous on the weekends. It's more fun. You want to get out of the ordinary. You yeah. Wanna, you want to bust out a little bit. But Buck, I feel like you and Troy, you guys go out to eat, but you know, on like a Saturday night, you order like an expensive ass chop or a steak. That's like up your alley though, right? Yeah, that's a weekend. That's, yeah. That's not a Wednesday night. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just week weekdays is whatever is most efficient. But you work time nights, for, so you don't eat supper. Second to 10. Right. Yeah. So, and plus what I, what I eat, it's got to be on the go. Like it can't just be, yeah. you sit down. So you're totally flip-flop you here. No, I mean, it's still like tilapia or steak or whatever, but it's, it's done prior to. So it's in, it's in a container. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, a Tupperware dude. Right. Cause you work second shift. So yeah. you're never home for supper. Yeah. But usually my wife has something ready for me ready when for I get you. home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's two totally different perspectives here because me and DG were the type of guys that we get home and we cook supper that night, which you don't experience a whole lot. So on the weekends, you're looking like, hey, I don't care if I go out and spend 50 to 100 bucks on a nice steak because this is my weekend. I'm having my ass a good ass meal here. I mean, yeah, you, you hit it. But we do, I mean, every once in a month, we'll go out somewhere nice to eat and that's that's yeah. our weekend food. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, I'm I'm not looking forward to the weekend. The pizza because or I get the chicken the, wings. Because I don't Yeah. You don't indulge in that kind of food really. Yeah. Which you really don't, honestly. Like if we go out to roosters or something, you're gonna get a chicken salad or whatever it is that you like there. It's usually the naked chicken tenders. Yeah, the naked chicken tenders on top of a salad. Yeah. And I here I am eating chicken wings or a chicken sandwich with some greasy ass fries and some beer, you know. 
That's how I like to get down. Anyway, I'll go ahead and get out of the bucket. There's a new movie coming out. I heard it was in the works right now. I kind of want to get DG's perspective on this as well. Because I feel like he was a big dodgeball fan when that first came out. That's Vince Vaughn. Ben Stiller, correct? Yep, correct. They, they were both the stars in that movie, and it was dodgeball. Yeah, true underdog story. Hell, hell of a comedy when we were growing up. One of my favorites as a kid. What year did that come out? Probably like probably like what? 2003 I think it was 2004. Yeah. 2003, four. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. DG and I were were freshmen. I remember. I loved it. Together. I loved that movie. It was like a top five for me for a long time. I loved Dodgeball. Well, I seen on Google this week that they're in the making right now, in talks with Vince Vaughn to come back and do a sequel. And I want to get your guys' thoughts on it because a lot of sequels are shit. Dumb and Dumber was a classic. Classic comedy, still number one for me, but the ones that they tried to remake afterwards were piss poor. So my thing is here, what do you think about Vince Vaughn coming back for a sequel and Dodgeball? Vince Vaughn is quality. Like Vince Vaughn isn't in too many things that are shitty besides that one movie where somehow he was like the father of 50 different kids. That was that was weird. That was just a weird plot line. But anyway... I think the only way Vince Vaughn's going to sign on to do this sequel is if he knows it's going to be decent. If he thinks it's going to be shitty, they got to have Ben Stiller again too. Right? He's got to have some. He's got to have some steam behind. Like he's got to have some steam in the cast. I think it's got to be a rematch for it to work. Um, he's got to have some supporters there. But I, 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 yeah. I mean, I would watch it because, like, like you guys were saying, I loved dodgeball back in high school, dude. It was, it was very quotable you know all kinds of references in that movie i love it so yeah i definitely check out a, a, a dodgeball too i mean i think it's got to do with the time frame like if they would have came out with dodgeball two three or four years later i think it would do a lot better than what it's going to do now like major league two that's comparable to being a great sequel major because, league yeah, three yeah happened probably what 12 years later and then it was shit it's kind of like the sandlot you can't make a classic like Sandlot and then make a sequel 23 years later. It's just not going to work. So I'm 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 thinking if they come back, Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn are still at their gyms or whatever. They have their own gyms and then they build a team and they're coaches. They don't play, but they coach them up and say, "Hey, this tournament's coming up. It's a big rival here." So they each build their own team. It's been the first time in years that we've done this. This is a big thing for us. They're bringing it back. This is how we build our teams. And they go through, and that's how the comedy comes into play. They find, like, you know, different people to play different spots on their team. I don't even know if Ben Stiller would be in it, though, because Vince Vaughn bought Globo Gym at the end well, of the Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he came back and got his own gym back together, and he's trying to yeah. rebuild it to face these guys again. Now, Vince Vaughn is the guy who owns the good gym. Okay, but here's my question. You remember the end of Dodgeball? Yeah. And... Ben Stiller is like a fat ass yeah. eating, on the couch eating yeah. all the food. So like, do you think he's working out, getting back in that's shape? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Does he back start the sequel like back in shape, or yeah. is he still like? Does he look like fat? You see, that's what that's what I'm saying. If you like, start a training montage and watch him. I think get he back. Could, into yeah, it. I think he could get back into it, and he could be the star of this one because really it was about Vince Vaughn in the last one. Now you're gonna put all the spotlight on Vince or uh, Ben Stiller getting back in shape and building a team up to beat him. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I think it could be good. Anyways, Buck, your turn. Meatball subs. 
Not a fan of them. Me either. Meatball subs. I do not think they belong on a sub menu, but if you go to any like subhouse, Subway, any gas station, uh, Quiznos subs, anywhere, they have a meatball sub on their menu. How many fucking people order the meatball sub? Love them. I had one last weekend. <laughs> okay. So that's what we need to talk about. Dude, what is it about the meatball me- sub? Sounds so good right now. Yeah. Seriously. It sounds so good right now. Give me a meatball sub and I will house it right now. Give me a 12-incher. See, I'm not a big meatball sub kind of guy. What kind of stuff do you get on there? I mean, you just have the meatballs. and like. So the one I had was like uh, homemade. My mom had them. I had them in the crock pot. So it was just in the oh crock my. pot with oh, okay. frozen meatballs and then like you know, the marinara sauce and whatever. Then you get like a nice hoagie bun. It's yeah. real thick. Yeah. And you just put some, what is it, provolone cheese maybe. I okay. think what most yeah, people Yeah, you can, you can do provolone. Yeah, mozzarella. And... Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's all you need. Okay, so I mean, you can throw like pepper, cut up peppers and stuff, or mustard. Or see, butter. that was my. Thing. I just like this. Like when I go basic. to sub, when I go to Subway or something, and they have all them toppings there, and you order a meatball sub because I have before, and I'm like, well, I love putting toppings on my sub, but what goes with marinara sauce and you know mozzarella cheese? Besides banana peppers, I think I don't think there's anything else that goes with it. Maybe some jalapenos. Yeah, you could you could go crazy and throw some pepperoni on top, but that's just extra money. That's du- that's double meat. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean you're gonna you're gonna pay the extra for double meat. My thing is like if I go and I get you know a chicken or whatever it is, I I like the grilled chicken breast, and I go and I put pepper jack cheese, jalapenos, pickles, uh, banana peppers, lettuce, mayonnaise, and then the spicy chipotle on top i like to load it up whenever i go to a sub joint but you know meatball subs there's only a select few things you can toss on top because it don't go with lettuce i mean pickles don't go with it there's a bunch of shit that i love on a sub that don't go with meatballs so i feel like it's in its own like little world on the menu what's your go-to sub place people are going to dog me for it but i love subway I wasn't going to dog you for it. No, Sub, there's, there, I just went to Subway last week. There's a certain group of people out there who won't go to Subway because they say it's disgusting, and I can see why. Shit lays out there all day. A lot of people love, uh, what's that, Jimmy John's? I think Jimmy John's is ass. I agree. That's a hot take for y'all. Jimmy John's is the worst sub place out there. Have you been to Firehouse? Never been to Firehouse. Never been to Quiznos. Never been to the place in Circleville. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Never been there. Cool. Subway's about all I got. Really. Walters. Go, Jer- go to sub shop. Go. It's Jersey Mike's. It's not even close. Yes. Like I'm a Dom Jersey Never Mike's. had Jersey Mike's. I'm Jersey Mike's. There's no... Just get... You get the juices... That's all you got to say. Get it with the juice. You tell them whatever number one, and you want the juices, and that's all you need. It's great. What's what does the juices mean? So the juice, like if you get a sub and you say I want the juice, it's like a signature blend. I think it's a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of deli deli dressing. I think yeah. they. And they, they put parma, oregano, oregano, and something god else. damn, salt and pepper. Does that yeah, make your bread soggy? No. They just they just douse it, you know, just okay. like splash, yeah. splash, yeah. splash. You know? Okay, all right. Buck? Just the, the Reuben sub from Penn Station. Oh, Penn Station. So he's a Penn Station. Okay, so we didn't know that. Oh, I yeah. like that. Penn Not Station. Not very popular. Reuben. Yeah. They're just greasy sometimes. They Penn are. Station. It's a great hangover. They're hit, they're hit or miss. Great soak up the alcohol sub. Now, here's one for you guys, and I'm not sure if it's a sub but it's it's kind of like a sub. It's cut in half. But Charlie's Steakery, 
Do you guys fuck with Charlie's at all? I've had a, I've had a uh, a cheese steak or two from Charlie's. Expensive, good. but good. It was. They had good fries. Now I here's the thing: if you fries. go to Subway, don't get the cheese steak. I don't like the cheese steak uh, from Subway. Why not? It's fake. Something about their steak is always kind of seemed off. Yeah, I mean, me. it also kind of freaks me out, honestly, that the chicken's just sitting there in that little Tupperware, and they just throw it in the microwave and warm it up. But it's still decent when you eat it, you know? It tastes good to me, but it just freaks me out that it's just sitting there all day in a little Tupperware, and they just throw it in a microwave. I tell you, man, no free ads. We've never been about free ads on no, this No, hell show. no. But you buy what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Yeah. Anybody, Charlie's is fresh. They any, fry right anybody in, front of in the you. South Central Ohio area, you got to stop in Circleville. You got to get your Richie's New York style sandwich. Holy shit. Pat them. Oh, man. Blow your balls off. How many? It's good shit. I've had it about three or four times. It's good shit. Dude, it's so good. It's it's deli meat, but it's it's like the top notch like that you can buy deli meat. He, yeah, he, yeah, he gets the highest quality yeah. stuff. It's his name's Richie. Like he works there. He owns it. He lives in the apartment upstairs. Like, and he's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn, New York. He makes Brooklyn like New York style. It's a little taste sandwiches. in New York, just in I mean, it's he's legit. Got, it's got, legit, dude. He's got cannolis down there. He's got all these different kinds of deli chips you can get. He's got pickles. He's got. Oh man, it's it's it's, it's, it's a legit spot if you if you're into cold cuts. Honestly, cold sandwiches, yeah. Yeah, and it's not all subs either, but, I mean, they got a list of, like, 25 different signature sandwiches. Oh, so good. I think it's you. Back to you. Top of the order, and it's body hair. I don't have much. So, if you had a chest full of hair, would you claim it, or would you get rid of it? It depends. Most guys with a lot of chest hair usually have a decent beard. I've always wanted a decent beard. What do you think about my beard? One I've to 10. thought about like body parts I would sacrifice to have a good beard. One to ten. Rate my beard now. Your beard right now, just in general, mm-hmm. uh, I'd give it a five out of ten. Why? It's not quite thick enough for my taste. You want a thick beard? It needs to be a little bit thicker. I hate me. them thick. Not a lot. They thicker. itch. Like maybe like it one week thicker is what I need from from your beard. Okay, I'll send you a picture in one week and re-rate me. Okay. I hate them thick, dude. They itch the shit out of me when they get thick. I like how clean cut it is, though. I like how edged edged it is. I like to keep it clean. Keep it that way, but just grow it for another week. (sighs) Okay, I'll send you a picture. Okay. But it bothers my face. Get over it. What about this? So you got some nice chest chest patch there. Yeah. And then you got a nice little happy trail going down the middle of your abdomen down to the... Ball fro. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Your belly button. So what do you like, think about that? Would you shave that? Because I don't give a fuck. No, I wouldn't shave that. That's you not, just leave it. That's not shave. I don't have back hair. I don't have neck hair. Would you, what if you had a full patch of hair on your back or on I, your neck? I would rather Would have, you try to get rid of it? I would rather have hair all down my front than have any hair on my back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, But there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of back hair. Yeah. Monk's one of them. Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, Monk's Monk, got Monk, a ton of body hair. Yeah, and he just don't give a fuck. No, but Monk's always rocked a hell of a mustache. 
Yeah, See, no, I can't grow a mustache. I've tried. That's that's the price you pay for being a hairy dude. Yeah. Like you take you you gotta deal with all the unwanted body hair, yeah. but at the same time you can grow a hell of a beard. You can do whatever you want. I would love to see Monk with a full beard. Never in my life. It's always been a mustache and a soul patch. I can't even picture Monk with a beard. I so, wanna see it. Maybe he'll do it for us. Yeah, I got a little I got a little I got like a little cabbage patch right in the middle of my chest. And then I got a little bit of, you know, brown sugar down around my porridge bowl. And then that's pretty much it. Body hair, I like to keep it clean besides my chest. Now, if I go to like the lake or the beach for a week or a weekend, whatever it is, I'll shave my chest. Come summer when it's pool season, I'll probably give it a nice shave, clean up a little bit, let it last throughout the summer, but feel like I'm a grizzly bear right now with my chest. And I, I mean, I don't mind it, but my wife don't like it. Did she ask you to cut it? No, she's just like, hey, you know, summer's coming up. It's starting to get hot out. You're going to have your shirt off mowing the lawn. Like giving me like little hints and shit. Like, hey, it might be time to shave that chest a little bit. She likes it when I'm clean cut all around, if you know what I'm saying. She likes like the Mexican short-haired dogs, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Does hair up top also include arms? I can't stand like my. This is the longest mine ever. Okay, okay. Now now hold on a minute, board man. Okay, okay. I wasn't going to bring that up, but there's a lot of people who work out and shit that shave their arms. Yeah, I don't work out, but I just I've never. You shave your arms? Oh yeah. How long you been shaving your arms? High school. I've never liked. I never fucking noticed it. Is it every day? No, it's like once a month. Like it'll get like as long as it is now and it'll just be like, nah, it's time for, like once there's a couple dark hairs that show up on the bottom like that one, it's time to start shaving. So do you put cream on and just, just razor usually, it? I usually just do it in the shower and sh- with uh, shaving or uh, Condition, shampoo. Shampoo. Oh, okay. Easy going. Yeah, easy. I didn't up. know that about the board man. I, I guess I didn't really ever either. It just always bugged me. Like, hell, that's a fun fact. He's been our friend for years. Don't like the arm hair. Okay. No. Let him live. All right. Hell you, ever yeah. sh- you ever shave your legs real quick? Do you ever shave your legs? Hell no. I shaved them once. You shaved your legs. I shaved my legs. I shaved them bald. Why? Okay. It's my freshman year of college. And I had this problem in high school too. When I played baseball, I wore my pants up below my knee. So I had my socks high. Yeah. And my leg hairs would always stick out of my socks. I would be wearing my socks, my long, my knee-high socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked down, like, I got all these little leg hairs poking through my sock fabric. It just, and it always bothered me. So when I got to college, and I was playing freshman, you know, college baseball, I decided I'm just getting rid of it. So, like, season started. I said, I'm not, lo- I'm not, I'm, I'm done looking down and seeing those leg hairs poke out of my socks. So I shaved them bald. Did you like it? I hated it. The first night, I couldn't sleep for the first few nights because the feeling of sheets laying on your legs without leg hair is so much different from when you have leg hair. I couldn't even sleep. So how about when it started growing back? You probably feel it gliding across the sheets. Yeah, it gets like st- yeah. kind of sticks. It. Yeah, it's kind of sticky. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a bad experience. So board man. Legs too? I've done it. I did it one summer. Like I was like religious about it. I loved it. It's just too much work. So I stopped, but <laughs> I loved it. It's just, it, there's, they're just, I love the way they felt. 
just I don't know. It was just weird. A shaved leg. Yeah, I did it for a summer. Boys, I tell you what, I'm never going to shave my arms or my legs. Maybe you give it a try. You ever tried Dude, it? Dude, I can hardly shave my face without breaking out. What if I used a razor on my legs and my arms? Yeah. It bumps everywhere. That summer, I shaved my legs. I bought like the the razors that have like the soap around it, like the like the girls get them in or whatever. Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was real easy. It's just a lot of work. I was like, I just yeah, doing that. <laughs> it's too much work for me, man. It takes me everything I got to shave my bush. You know, I don't want, and that's easy. I, I, I guess it's a two, that's two minute, three minute job. Like I'm not shaving my arms or my legs. Buck, do you shave shit? I mean, I'll trim up my, my crotch, Yeah, but I got shaky hands, man. And I, I'm a bleeder. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the You've worst. You nipped it a few times, huh? Uh, nipped it. I mean, chunks out of it. Oh, okay. And I, like I said, I'm a bleeder. So, and usually when I do it, I get in the shower and you put hot water to a fresh wound. It, it burns. Yeah. Okay. Well, last one here. I'm going to go ahead and go. Would you rather your wife shit on your chest or piss in your mouth? I'm trying to envision both right now, just how it would feel and taste. I'm going a nice, clean log right on the chest. But nothing says it's guaranteed I know, to be a I nice know, but that, that, that's what I want. If it's, if it's just a nice... Well, that's what we all want. <laughs> You know, it just it, depends on how she was feeling. If that it's day. diarrhea, splatter, she might have gone to Los Mariachis after work. Yeah, you you're right. Know. You're right. But if I could guarantee a log, <laughs> I could take one to the chest. I don't want to taste your piss. I don't want to drink it. I mean, a nice, clean, solid log doesn't hardly even leave any residue. That's what I'm saying. Like I would take that to the chest, and we'd just clean up and we'd go on with our day. I don't want to taste your piss. I don't want to drink it because you're going to get something down your throat. You can only take so much liquid. In it's your like mouth. mouthwash. Yeah, you always get a little yeah. bit down there. What if she's been drinking water for like a really long time and like is super hydrated and it's all basically just water? I hate puking, and once that shit hits my mouth, I'm puking. <laughs> yeah, but what if you? And then I'm going to start smell moving. The log. And then just going to get in my eyes. It's going to get everywhere. I think I could take the log. Are you more? Are you, are you more likely to puke because of a bad taste or a bad smell? Taste. What about you? Definitely a smell. I think I get. I'm, I think I'm fifty fifty. I've thrown up because of smells before, and I've thrown up equally because of things I've tasted. So, answer the question. Well, I'll take. Yeah, yeah. I'll get. I'll get shat on. My answer is going to come down to if I, which one I could visually handle the most. Could I handle somebody? What could I watch somebody piss in somebody's mouth or take a shit? Easily a golden shower over. The how the I think it's the Alabama hot pocket. The hot Carl. The whatever. No, the that's fuck. not the hot Carl. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> Too many I'm, t- I'm taking the piss. Piss in the mouth. What you bored, man? Would you rather have a woman shit on your chest or piss in your mouth? Probably the shit on the chest. And I guarantee, I I bet you got uh shave your chest hair before that happens. Yeah, we're not going to have any <laughs> Miller Lite. Let me ask you this. Berries on your chest hair. We're not getting dingleberries. Let me ask you this, Roll. You drink Miller Lite? No. Why? Don't taste good. Okay, then. I was going to say, if you drink Miller Lite, then what's the difference in drinking somebody's piss? Well, same point. Don't taste good, so I don't want to do it. I hope Monk's not listening. Let's get into the text this week. Start, bench, cut. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, DG, go. Start, breakfast, bench, lunch, cut, dinner. Start, dinner, 
bench, lunch, cut breakfast. And the same with roll. Start dinner, cut breakfast, bench the lunch. Much you bored, man. I'm starting breakfast, cutting lunch, and benching dinner. Okay. Thanks for the text. We got a Sipionary sent in by a fan, Donald Ducking, to walk around wearing only a shirt in the style made famous by the Disney character of the same name. So, guy or gal, walking around either outside, in the house, wherever, and you're just letting it roll. All you got's a shirt on. Shirt on, no undies, no, no socks. Just dick out. Nothing waist down. Nope. Just barefoot. Donald Duckin. Donald Duckin. Yeah. I could see it. I can dig it. Do you Donald Duck around the house? Uh, Very rarely, but yeah. See, I'm not the type of guy who walks around the house naked. Like, if I get out of the shower, I go straight to the bedroom, put underwear and shorts and a t-shirt on. Like, I won't ever, like, just walk through the house with my dick out. You've never just, like, vacuumed naked? No. Or, like, you know, done the dishes naked? No. Okay, me neither. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's probably some people out there who love just being naked. Probably, yeah. There's there's nudists. Yeah. I mean, just in the house. Yeah. But I don't do that. Why not? I don't know, man. I just, like, down here, you don't, you know, there's no, there's no chance of anybody seeing You're you. not going to see me down here sitting in my underwear without a shirt on in the chair. I don't know. I just always got to be dressed. Unless I'm sleeping. I can be like Buck and I can sleep in a pair of boxers. But if I'm not sleeping, I'm I'm fully clothed. What about you? I mean, there's times, say I forget the towel after I take a shower, then I got to turtle walk my ass wet to the bath or the, the bedroom to, you know, get a towel or something to dry off. But will you ever just hang out? No. Go to the kitchen naked? No. Yeah, see, I don't do that shit. I don't either. You ever go outside the house with no clothes on? Never. Live in town. That's why, you know, someday I'm looking forward to living in a country where I can go outside naked and just take a piss after a shower. Maybe even take a shit in the yard for the first time ever. Why don't you just piss in the shower instead of going outside naked and pissing outside? I don't ever piss in the shower. That's another conversation to have. I don't ever piss in the shower. You guys love pissing in the shower? I I wouldn't say I love it, but But I'm not not going. If if I'm in the shower and I got to piss, I'm not going to hold. Yeah, see, I hold my piss. My piss just so I can go outside. I'm not pissing on my feet. I'm not pissing on my feet, dude. Come on. (laughs) There's splatters going everywhere, dude. You got to be in the minority on on that. You got to be. I mean, I'm not pissing in the shower. I'm going to wait until I dry off and I'm going to piss in a fucking toilet like you're supposed to. It's got to be at least eight or nine guys out of 10. That will piss in the shower. Right, I mean, don't care. You're probably right, but I'm. I guess I'm the one or the two out of the ten that don't. I'm not pissing on my feet. That shit comes down the wall. It comes down. It comes Stand down. Stand back, dude. Keep your feet out of the way. Uh, it goes right down the drain. Yeah, I just, I just don't like <laughs> it, it goes, man. I'm not pissing in the shower, DG man. Come on. But you, Buck. Probably 100 percent of the time. It's just, it's the water effect, man. I'm not going to hold it while I'm taking a shower to piss in the toilet so you, afterwards. You just piss in the shower. Yeah. I might be the outcast here. Board man, you piss on your feet? Yep. No, not in my feet, but yes, in the shower. You just, soap and water cleans it up. DG just looked up a stat. 80% of people piss in the shower. I guess I'm in the 20. Men and women. I'm done. <laughs> Come on in, 
and kids, it's time for the Sipionary Word of the Week. Today's word is... Louisiana truck pull. Better involve hot sauce. Oh, I, yeah, I got it. Uh, so, typically happens in the South. It actually doesn't involve any hot sauce. It's when a guy entices a girl at a bar because of his truck. They go back to his place. One thing leads to another. But he used his truck to pull to pull it. <laughs> That's the Louisiana truck okay. pull. See, okay. I like that. I like that a lot. And you're not anywhere close. <laughs> but once again, the PG version of what it should be. That's the PG version. That, yeah. that is it. That's the G version. Yes. Yeah. That's the Louisiana truck pull. But no, I I, I honestly I got zero. See, Buck, you've been maybe maybe the, uh, it's two guys, you know, and they are standing ass to ass, and maybe they take like floss or a rope and they tie each other's dicks together, and then they run opposite okay, directions. Okay, see, okay, you're, you're you're thinking you're thinking the right thing here, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know about the rope with the dick pull. But dude, you're close. Ass to ass is very on point here. Okay. Okay. Louisiana truck pull. It's very on point. Ass to ass. That's how we're going to start this thing. A competition involving two individuals that includes a double-headed dildo. Each competitor slides a side of the dildo into their anal cavity and clench their cheeks. Then, while making truck noises, the competitors <laughs> attempt to pull the dildo out of their rival's butt. <laughs> Legal movements include thrusting, jumping, and shaking. In order to successfully win the pull, you must retain possession while taking out of your rival. It's an X-rated tug of war. So yeah, yeah, you were close. You were close. I I guess that's a different version of the Louisiana truck pull. That's the straight. You were tying. You were tying (laughs) ropes to dicks. But still, you know, whoever holds their dick the longest. No, I'm thinking one. you tie each head of the dick, and then you just take off running in opposite directions. Right, whoever falls loses. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that's close. You just got to keep the dildo in your butt. DG, what's your thoughts? You, your head's down, you're laughing here. It sounds like a uh, a real chance for two people to showcase their athleticism. Yeah, I was thinking this could be the next Olympic event. See you guys in a few weeks. So driving into town, I noticed the uh, Family Dollar and the Dollar General have combined forces. Yeah. So we got the Family Dollar, Dollar General. Yeah. So my question is, why didn't we just call it the Family Dollar General? Just take a word out. You see what I'm saying? 100%. I agree. You been there? I've been there. Did it have more inventory? Like, did they double their inventory? It's top notch for now. Everything is sorted to where it needs to be. Dollar Tree's on one side, Family Dollar's on the other. You want something cheap, go left. You want the regular, go right. How's their cereal selection? That's all I care about. Buy cereal from Kroger's. See you next week.